All right, we're rolling. Can't tell me nothing podcast. Uh, welcome back. We took a week off. Did we take a week off or? Yeah, we took a week off because we were trying to get the. Uh, oh Spotify yeah, we shit took working. a week off. We took a week we're off. Trying yeah, to get our shit working so we could be on Spotify. Cool. We are SoundCloud. on Spot. We are on Spotify now. Um, we're gonna get Apple working. Um, make sure you check us out under T C E L Network. That stands for our initial, and then you get both podcasts. Under that. All right. My name's Try. My name's Ingerson. What's good, y'all? All right. Um, since our podcast name is Can't Tell Me None Podcast, uh, I'm going to shift gear. We're going to talk about Apple versus Facebook later. But first, uh, we just had to talk about this, so we're going to do a little detour. Um, and there's nothing that they can tell us about this topic, but um, I think we should talk about it because my boy here is in the position um, and the question is, would you rather, if you have, so I don't, okay, let me backtrack. There's a show on Netflix and it's called, uh, mortgage, marriage, or, marriage, mar- marriage, or mortgage. marriage or mortgage. Right. And basically the structure of the houses, there's these two ladies. One's a real estate agent. The other one is a person who, um, a wedding planner, a wedding planner. A wedding right. Planner. Oh, yeah, so then the, uh, a couple would go to them with like a budget, for example, 30,000. Right. And then the wedding planner would try to convince them that they should spend the $30,000 on the wedding. The real estate would try to convince them the $30,000, a house payment. And at the end, they decide which one they go with. And there's 10 episodes. And throughout the entire show, I think seven of them, chose the wedding um and i don't understand why they chose that uh and we're gonna talk about um is that a financially smart decision um so for you as a guy who you just proposed so congrats it was it was very cute i saw all the photos um now you're about to plan a wedding soon. I don't know how soon, um, if you can even speak about it. But in the scenario, too soon, but probably not too soon. We're working on it, though. Yeah, yeah. Usually, like, what you have like a year or two yeah. after the proposal in order to kind of like. Yeah, we at least gonna wait like a year. Yeah, but yeah. So let's let's put yourself in that situation, right? Um, if you have thirty thousand dollars, would you choose marriage or mortgage? What will you choose and why? I would. I would convince my girl to take the house. We should just take the house, right? Because we could. And take why? Why though? Because if, if you gotta take, give, you gotta give like three, four explanation as to why. Well, think about it. If you just take thirty thousand and do the, a fuck. Think about it. If you just take the thirty thousand, right? Do a down payment on a house. You could get a house, nice. I want. Okay, well, it's depend. Also, it depends. Everything depends on where you well, live. Well, actually, at. change that number. Um, since we're in Cali, let's go eighty thousand. <laughs> so let's because the houses are different here. Yeah, so, I so mean, 60, is 60, so they 60. probably have to give you like sixty or seventy for right. down payments, so right, bro? If you got sixty or seventy for a down payment, you could get a nice house. Um, in Cali, yeah, but yeah, in most places you can. You don't have to go into like bad neighborhood. You could go in a no. decent neighborhood at least, right? Like you can get that. You can save up for a year, and you can still have the wedding that you want. And still be able to go home to your own home and not you're be not, living in. Okay, no you're not convincing me very well because I'm playing devil's bro, advocate here. I'm the feet. Boy, well, hold up. No, 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 no. I'm, okay, imagine, look at me <clears throat> and my luscious curly hair. So I just got it done. Excuse me? 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But imagine I'm a girl. I really want the fucking wedding. I want the wedding first, and I don't want anything but the wedding. And I won't get married, or like I won't get married unless no, no, no. I won't move in to your house unless we actually get married first. Now, how would you persuade that person from going a different route? Like analytically and financially, like how would you strategize that like in order okay, so, to convince them? Okay, so obviously I'm I'm assume, I haven't watched this show yet, but I'm assuming on this show all these people are like me, they're engaged, right? Yeah. Like they're not married yet. Yeah, they're engaged. Okay. So. And and I don't wanna like be sexist or anything like that, but majority of the females would rather prefer the wedding. Just so, saying okay, so. right, based on the show statistic, okay? Do these people live together already? They do. Where do they live at? Do you see like renting, house? like renting apartment? The real rough, real rough. One was like stuffed in a small apartment, like boxes everywhere, fucking no space to walk around. It was rough. I was like, "You chose the okay, wedding, so, really?" So what? So what I would tell my fiance is, if she was saying that she would rather the wedding over the the mortgage, the more yeah, the mortgage. House, yes, I would be like. Well, let's think about our priorities for a second. Right. I'll use my relationship, for example. We have a kid. Right. So maybe in like a year or two, our kid's going to be in school. Right. And How old is the kid right now? She's two right now. She's two? Cool. So she got like two years left, two, right? She, like they start at like four, right? They start preschool at three. Oh, okay. But, so, but anyway, so let's say, let's say okay, <clears throat> we got a kid and in a year and a half, two years. Right. She's going to be in school. Right. Do you want your child to be... I get that you want your dream wedding or whatever, but do you want your child to be in school in a in I guess a neighborhood where the schools aren't so great? Right. Or would you rather get this down payment for this house and we move to fucking let's use LA for example. So we right. live in Hawthorne, so we use this down payment. Now we move to like fucking Brentwood or somewhere. Now our child's going to school in fucking Brentwood and Beverly Hills. Oh, whoa, 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 calm down. That's like million dollars. I'm just saying like, for an example. Okay, I'm just Lakewood. Let's just go with Lakewood. Shit, Lakewood schools is better than fucking. It, I know it is it's better than out there in uh, Hawthorne. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, know the, I know that. I know that. Go Lakewood. Let's go price. Let's go price range. Let's go closer to a like a substantial, reasonable. Would you rather your kid be going to school in a pretty bad neighborhood where they might not get the best education, or would you rather go into like Lakewood or like uh, Signal Hill, right? Cerritos, uh, that that area, like right, that border area where it's like border Long Beach, border OC, where they can probably go to a school and get a. A Maybe better, a little better education compared to what you're gonna get in, right. in that specific part of the South Bay. So. Right. If she even we can even get something in Torrance. Okay, so that's so Torrance. that's your one argument. What what would be your other argument? Not argument, but like your other, um, like way to persuade a person away from the wedding. My second argument would be okay. So if we're trying to start a family, I get that you want a wedding, but. Don't you want to have a home that's ours that we could one day pay off and that we don't we could pass down to our children and they could pass down to their children and so on and so forth. Or you want to keep renting apartments or paying for condos or townhomes or whatever it right. is. Now, what what if the girl says like, well, 
like we can still do all that but like why not have the wedding first then we can start saving for a house and like what if i don't want to rush into a house yet because it's a big commitment and i want to do the wedding first you want to rush into a house because it's a big commitment but you already said yes to me marrying you oh that's the biggest commitment there. that's a good so, one that's a good nothing, one that's a good nothing, one you already I gotta, said yes to get married there's yeah. nothing that's a bigger commitment than marriage right. a house but, is not okay. a bigger commitment but what about like usually like uh, on a the house time. is not a bigger commitment than getting married i don't give a f- i know houses are expensive but a marriage is supposed to be like a lifetime thing okay so 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 what about the argument of like you know how like after proposal you don't want to wait too long until having a wedding some girls just kind of want to have the wedding right away or maybe some guys just kind of want to have the wedding right away um so and you don't want to like extend that like um fiance period too long you know mm-hmm. we get in the house you can still get married. We could get married right All away. Right. You don't have to be an expensive wedding. All right, let me budge in and do this like, and ana- like. And if we're going off of American sit- culture, your parents should be paying for the wedding, anyways, not us. Okay, see, but okay, but that. So. But you can't always rely on the parents. My thing, I, I just, I never understood the American culture that the wife parents are that, always but, paying. But the parents, I didn't but understood even the parents that. Should, but like, what if the parents doesn't pay for the wedding though? That's fair. Okay, you got to save up to pay for your own wedding. I'm not saying that that's mandatory, but in our in our culture, usually that's well, in like American culture, that's usually how it goes. Like usually, the bride's parents pay for the wedding or whatever. Right. So my thing is now is it that's but if that's the case, if they can't pay for the wedding, and then they see that you're on this show and you're getting either thirty thousand for a wedding or thirty thousand for a mortgage. No, it's your own money. You're not getting it from the show. Like I, the show is just something that brought up discussion, but we're saying like your own money. Imagine oh, it's your own. their own money. Yeah, imagine like you had that much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, would like would you rather spend it on the wedding or I would still the... rather spend it on a house? Right, right. If I had that and, much, I'd rather get a house because we well, could still get we could do a wedding. Well, see here, I'm gonna explain it. I, I'm gonna explain it how like I view it. Right. So how I would persuade it is that like there's this thing that's called refi, um, and I think it's very very reasonable to use it within the first two years of after buying a house um a refinance a refinance so basically if you're a couple who imagine like for example we're living in a townhome right now right me and my girlfriend and a dog and i'm planning to get married soon right but let's say if we have thirty thousand or forty thousand as a down payment right i just i would reasonably like to put that down on a house payment because we worked so hard to save that significant amount of money, right? And so you, my personal opinion, I don't really want to get married and then like going back to a rental home or I don't want to be in a rental home for so long because then I'm constantly worrying about after my contract, how much they were going to raise it. Exactly. Uh, I'm constantly thinking about like where might I find a place to rent next. And if you live in California, you know, the prices are so high that like how how much are you willing to keep up with the rent pricing? Now, renting hasn't gone up drastically within the last five, five to ten years that much. Uh, actually, five years it hasn't gone up that much within the last five years. Right. But so you can always use that 40,000 and take that like that. That. um, uh, Take a little like 
that that forty thousand, you can take that forty thousand and you can kind of suck it up a little bit. You can put that down on house payment, um, and then you get your house, right? You go to escrow and all that, and then like a year and a half later, you can refi or do a HELOC, which is a home equity uh, line loan, um, where you're taking a, a small chunk of money out of your house as a um, a loan, and then you can use that to do the wedding and then you can just pay that off monthly but now you after the wedding you can come back to your own home that you own not a rental and if you know you're in a switch situation like you and your kid like it's kind of like important to like not be always on the move because if you own a home you're not constantly looking for a home to rent Trying to look for somewhere, especially when you got a kid, because right. you don't want to be constantly moving them from school to school. Right. And you be able to go somewhere and be stable. And now I'm referring back to the show as in like seven of the 10 couple chose the wedding. And it's just kind of like they're the excuse, not the excuses. The reasoning is like, oh, you know what? Like we just got engaged. So it's like it's it's the best time to do the wedding now. We can always get a house later and house later. But I think in where i um opposed to that it's like you can always get a you can always do the wedding whenever there's people that get fucking get married and have like exactly. fucking five weddings throughout their whole marriage like they can have a re-wedding like every other 10 years that's the thing right it's every called a it's, uh, it's a uh, 10 year it's renewing a your vow yeah renewing your vow whatever it's like it's, i guess it's big i've never really been to one of them i guess but it's basically like a wedding but it's right. not really a wedding yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It's so, not really a wedding, so, but I get what you're saying. So the thing is, the thing is, like, they want to do the wedding now, now, now before it's too late. But also, like, if you do the wedding, then now let's scratch that thirty thousand out. You're starting over from scratch, exactly. and so like, how? Um, and a wedding's not an investment. A house is an investment. Right. Yeah. There's nothing like you're not getting back in equity whatsoever. You're not gaining any money whatsoever. If you buy the house, next thing you know, two years down the line, your house is worth. 40,000 more than what you bought it. You can now, sell it and go get a better house. You can sell it. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, um, just because you're buying a house, it's a big commitment. I know that. But there's a lot of people who are buying houses and never finish paying. They just sell it and get in different houses. But just by buying a house, now you have a stake in, like, an asset that you own that is, like, very substantially like that's a valuable ben- asset yeah it's a valuable asset Any that is always a valuable not, asset. that isn't like a car where like it depreciate as soon as you drive out the lot yeah, like it gains buying money a, over time yeah buying a house is basically like investing in stocks like i mean sometimes stocks go down but most of the time like if you invest in the right one it's going to go up and real estate it's only going to go up you know it's never really going to go down yeah like, like people like always going to need a roof over their shoulders so exactly. i just think i just think in my opinion like the the down payment is substantially like a much better financial decision than the wedding but the thing is a lot of people value the wedding a lot more i think nowadays weddings becoming this thing where it's like it's a flex it's um yeah it's a it's a it's it's something where you can um you know brag amongst your peer that you're getting a wedding and blah 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 and but it's just a wedding in itself is like there's a bachelor bachelorette thing it's just fucking crazy because like exactly. if you look at the set uh if you look at the uh statistic i think the average um wedding cost i think it's like 50 grand in america which is insane 50 g's that's like more than most cars that's definitely a house payment like that's definitely like because you don't need to like put down a 20 percent down payment you can put down like a five percent of ten percent you're gonna be paying hoa 
in California, you're paying that little in down payment. But either way, like it's still a down payment, you know. So I just think like I think it sucks that you got to take the sacrifice and like push back the wedding. But it's just like over the long run, it's just a smarter decision to do, especially if you have kids or especially if you're in an environment where you're constantly like frustrated with the area you live, which is like right here. I love my fucking place, but I will pay anything to get the fuck away from these fucking kids playing soccer in front of my house, kicking the ball over all the damn time. Exactly. And see, my thing is you can, you can, you can, if you have 35,000, you and your fiance in a relationship to go put a down payment on a house. Why not go do that? Because you guys can always resave up that money for the wedding. And if anything, your family members, people who love you will help pitch in to help pay for the wedding. Right. That's Ain't another nobody going to fucking help pitch in to pay for that house though. Mm-mm. That's almost like a once like that's usually like when you got that money to do that. That's like any you can save that up again, but it's going to take it's not going to be something that's just going to happen right away. You're going to have to save up. It's going to take a long time to resave up that money that you saved to put a down payment on a house. Right. So you should just go do that because your family, people that love you, will help you when it comes to the wedding. Right. If you really need the help. Yeah. Like the push comes to shove. People will help you when it comes to wedding expenses. But when it comes to a house. Putting a down payment on a house, not too many people are gonna help you with that. Yeah, I think. So when I you think, have that money, you should just do it. I think what it is also is like chance. the. I think what it is also is like the um, the thinking of like buying a house could be like so stressful for somebody. Like it's just so much paperwork, and it's like it's kind of like this unknown thing. The wedding is like it's 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 fun to plan. You know, it's like easy, and it's like you know, like America culture and everywhere in this country. And the whole around the world kind of put wedding as this like be all end all like it's the most important day of your life and yeah, it's but like a wedding is also something that you all of the the planning that comes to the wedding is something that you only do once when you, it comes to doing it for yourself that's something that you usually like unless you get divorced and get remarried right which happens that happens but which happens but a lot point, you know that, like, but that's but yeah, but that's not my point my point is like when you plan for a wedding that's something that you do once in your life right. So you're never going to have to do that again, regardless. Right. And I feel and, and I but to that point, and to, I feel like a lot of people do rush to plan a wedding. Like they exactly. want the wedding so fast that they're like rushing and they're stressing a lot. But my thing is you could take your time with that because it doesn't matter. It's only going to happen once when it comes to living in places that you're renting that you don't own. Every three years, every four years, you're going to have to deal with that same paperwork over and over again. Which right. is Or month own. to month. If you're in a situation where you're paying month to month. And yeah, you or never even month to month. You're going to have to right. deal with a lot of paperwork over and over again. Whereas if you just get a house, you're going to have to deal with this only once. And right. you won't have to really deal with it ever again unless you go and buy another house or you move or something. Exactly. But and usually I, that's the whole point of getting a house. You don't plan on moving. So, And I think, I think another thing is like. Um, buying a house is a big commitment, but it's also not like a a uh, prison sale or something like that. I think a lot of people get mm, kind of nervous and get scared of the 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 thought of owning a house. And it's like, oh my god, if I buy a house, like I'm locked up forever, and like I, if some shit goes wrong, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I think like that is not, that that's the thing. That's that's not a good mindset because. You can always refi. You can refi. You can always sell your house. You can always change. There's always route in order to get a, get out if you're in some sort of trouble while owning a house. Yeah, you, there's foreclosed. Like, sure, like you don't. That's like Plan Z. But if it happens, it happens. You know. So 
I think it's definitely a little bit more flexible than people think. Just, just we'll see, you know, after buying a home. Well, see, I, I just, thought, like, I thought the concept of the show was, like, the show gives you the money to do it. But no, 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 no. It's their own it, money. So if they're doing it with their own money, then, yes, you should be buying a house. Obviously, then, something that's in your means that you can't afford to pay monthly. But so, yeah. that's still a better... I still think that's a better fucking um, option than paying for taking that 30000 and spending it on a wedding. Yeah. For me and you, it's like a no-brainer. It's like, okay, mortgage, let's go and get the marriage after you get the house. But, like, as I watched the show, I'm like, oh, like, they all fucking chose the wedding. I mean, I, like, all, most, most of them chose the wedding. And it was, like, kind of crazy because I don't even think the wedding planner did a very good job at, at persuading them. Like... Like, after the real estate just show a house, and they're, like, fucking loving the house, and then the, the fucking wedding planner. And I'm like, you go with the fucking... But also, it's like the... People the, don't understand. If you I feel own like, a house that you're paying a mortgage on, you can get married in your shit and have a party. And you see, gotta worry but about, a lot of people don't want to get married in that house, though. It's why? the thing. Because they, they want if that... If I had a nice house, like a two-story house that was nice... And had a nice backyard, a big backyard. They don't even got to be a big-ass backyard, but just a right. nice-sized backyard. Mm-hmm. I would get married in it. Why not? You, you're at home with your family. Everybody can come there. You don't got to worry about fucking spending money on a location. No, see, but the thing is, Everybody that's not... Everybody can feel comfortable. You don't got to worry about, like, random strangers just, but, like, wandering by or whatever, ruining it. You're in the safety of your own home and backyard. You could party for as long as you want. It won't get shut down because you're at your house. Right. If anybody's drunk and they can't drive home, they can sleep on the couch. They don't have to have their car stuck at some random lot or something. No, I agree. I agree with that, too. But also, like, there's a lot of people, like, there's a lot of girls that don't want to get married in the house. They want that fucking spot at the cliff in the Malibu or in a nice place. No, that's fair. I agree. You know, like, they want nice places. So it's like, I think a lot of us dudes are a little frugal and... Rightfully so. Well, even like, if you don't we, get married at your house. We're you not have, out here with a lot of money. You, you know, can, so. You can have all the, the after wedding shit, like the reception and everything at your house instead of instead right. of spending. I mean, not even being frugal. Like, it's just more convenient. Everybody feels more home. Everybody's more comfortable. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, not not a lot of people like that. No, you're right. You know, like, not a lot of people want that. Um, Even guys, too. Not a lot oh, of guys. Yeah. There's a lot of That's guys true. that probably wanted, like, that big wedding and all that. But at the end of the day, I think, like, you um a wedding is becoming a flex like okay, i but say but also like you kind of have to go with what's what your the, budget is what's the definition of a big wedding a big wedding because is a big wedding doesn't mean it has to be at some fucking extravagant resort a big wedding is what i thought a big wedding is like what you make what you make it to be like Oh, well, that's not a lot of that's okay. That's not how a lot of people view what a big I've wedding seen a is. Big a wedding. big wedding would be like 2 200 people a nice, nice venue with like food and uh, a a a bar that's unlimited drinks. You really know two hundred people that you want to come to your wedding? I don't, I don't. But I'm just saying, like, there's people that want that. You know, like I I used to work at the Marriott, bro. Nigga, not the everybody, pack, bro. Not okay. everybody is a celebrity. You know, two hundred people that are gonna, bro. I'm, like, there was two hundred people that are gonna come to your wedding, bro. There was there was a there was many. And we- I'm not just talking about just family members, like friends and shit. Y'all know yes. two hundred people. That's bro. I used to work at the Marriott. There's used to have weddings with like three, four hundred people, and they would. There's some wedding where they block the entire, they book the entire floor. Like all those rooms are to are are reserved for people who's at the wedding, 
and they have um they have their little cocktail hours then they have their little thing and then they have the big party at the end and then they have the after party and it's like a whole three-day event like they're they check in like on thursday night they're there friday partying just drinking having like meetups and also like reservation at the restaurant and then saturday is the party and then sunday they would chill out in the pool still and they fucking leave monday like there's weddings that cost like hundred thousands like hundreds of thousands okay i get that but Okay, I guess. If you guess you can't have 200 people at your house, depending yeah. on how that's, big your... That, I mean, that that's if you're balling. That that's if you're balling, yeah. Depends how big your house is at that point. Right. Your house oh is big shit. enough to... I mean, I'm not saying... I'm going to cut some friends on mine and be like, you but, know what? It's just a close one. We ain't trying to have too many people here. I for sure don't think I know 200 people that's going to be... I mean, we, it probably could be, right. but... Is your girl family so. that big, though? Yeah. Yeah. So it might be that. Yeah, it might be. Fuck. Uh, bro, you're gonna have an Indian wedding. You know how big Indian wedding be? Yeah. Bro, they huge. I've heard. Huh? I've heard. They huge, bro. I've I know, I've, I've, I've witnessed heard. so many Indian weddings at the ho- when I was working at Marriott. They're so they're massive, like massive. I hope it's not massive, bro. Like, like Pause. so many kids running around. Everybody seems to have like eight kids in their families. Thank God my girls' family don't have that many, like, young children. Bro. All the, all the kids I've, are, like, our age. I've never witnessed at... Well, I worked at the correct, hotel. Yeah, for, all, all, everybody in my girls' family, all the, most of the kids, it's a couple, uh, like, toddlers and younger kids, but most uh-huh. of them are, like, our age in their 20s, so... I've never witnessed a small we Indian wedding. Drunk. I've never witnessed a small Indian wedding in my life. Never. Well, we could be getting drunk at our wedding, at my wedding. I know. Hopefully. So. Yeah, all the all the people that and I'm gonna come early so I can get the um I I don't have to eat all the vegetarian food. I'm now we're gonna have like <laughs> not have vegetarian food. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of that, but we're gonna have mix. Yeah, but yeah, going My back to not it, gonna just want vegetarian food. Yeah, so more like meat. So going stuff. back to the mortgage oh. and uh, going more back Again. to the mortgage or marriage, just like a to me is a, to us is a no brainer for the to to do the mortgage. But man, the wedding industry is big here. Um. I, I some of us might have a difficult time arguing that with their girl. I know I got a rough time. I think my girl would. Be I got a rough time with Nicole here. I think my girl would be on my side. I think she'd be like, "Nah, let's just get the house. We could, yeah. we could do the wedding anytime." Yeah, it ain't it ain't like that with everybody. So house, I got a house, man. I, I got a hill man. to climb. A house is a house, man. If I could get a house, if I got the money to get a house, fuck that wedding. We could get married. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But a house is like a once in a lifetime thing. Exactly. And right now, shit, fuck. You got a kid, so you need all the space you can get. You need an extra room. You exactly. need a yard. You need, you know, maybe a garage. You don't want to be fucking parking so far because you live in an apartment complex. Like, well, we get parking two spots, but still, that's not the yeah, part yeah, I yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I don't want to have to be, I want to be able to park at my house. Right, like fucking two blocks down, and also to like move out of Hawthorne, you don't want to like be nah, like let's say yeah, if you're in a if you're in a neighborhood that isn't so great, like at any fucking point of you have to at any chance you have to get the fuck out, like I would you have the, to yeah, get the fuck out, the fuck out, you know exactly no, yeah. that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how my girl feels. So I'm exactly I'm glad that we both feel exactly the same way. Yeah, no, I I no, I feel the same way. Um, not saying that my area is that bad, but like. At any point, if I can get the fuck out, I'm, you sure? Bet I'm getting the fuck out. I got the chance to move to an area that's better, and I can get a house. 
then yeah, something out of there. Right, and and you have to think about school, so that's a big thing. I don't have to think about school, but yeah, for parents, that's that's fucking huge because you don't want to put your kids in like the losing. Yeah, that's my that's my. <laughs> like you don't you don't want your kid to be going to losing girl. Now, there's nothing wrong with losing girl. You can still be successful no matter what school you go to. But as a parent, a, like, I'd rather put her in a situation where she. That's true. You are you're not lying, but I'd rather put her in a situation where she's gonna have. The best advantage, like I mean, look what white people do. They put their kids in a situation where right. they have the best advantage. There's, not, not there's nothing that? wrong with there's nothing wrong with moving out the hood. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. I think um, it doesn't mean you a sellout. You nah, you, you got money to move out the hood. You move I'm a sellout. I'm gone. Right, right. But then after once you move the fuck out, you you can't be talking like you're in hood anymore. You just be like, you know, I'm grateful to be out here. I ain't gonna act like I'm in a no, bad. Still remember where you came from. Yeah. Not like La Bum, he's living in Brentwood, still acting like he afraid, bro. You ain't never got that. a ticket in your life, okay? Don't do that. Don't do that. He's he from the he from Akron. It's actually tough out there. Yeah, but not anymore. In Ohio, Ohio is shitty. He's living in Brentwood. Oh yeah, yeah. I know he got. I I be driving by his house when I be doing Uber. Bro, he's still. Shit, but bro, that shit is humongous. I bet. That shit. I is bet. Humongous. Is it gated? I I hope. It's I think gated. so. Yeah, it's gated. Shit. You better. He better be if I'm correct. It better be his, double gated. If it was the shit I seen when I like just randomly Googled it that one time. Why would you Google where he lives? Because I seen a big ass house and when I was up there, like oh, you I was actually like in? I was actually like in Beverly Hills, like in the hills. Uh-huh. So I was like LeBron's Beverly Hill mansion. I looked at like the picture showed and it looked like exactly like that house. So I was like, okay, so this has to be it. Like it looks exactly like it. So now yeah, that shit. That that should like I know that mansion when I drive up there when I be delivering food over there I know that that mansion is for like it has to be for someone. How do you know it's LeBron though, bro? Because that shit takes the mansions when you like drive into Beverly Hills when you go through the gates into the Beverly Hills community up in the actual hills like right. in the canyons and shit. The mansions there be like they'll take a maybe your whole townhouse and right. the whole like townhouse next. So like this one. And then yep. the people next door, and then the whole two units over here next door. It, so basically, those these four units right here, mm-hmm. LeBron should have take up damn near this whole fucking like quadrant. Oh, I bet that he shit got, is humongous. He it got takes, he gotta have like at least a Tony Car girl. If that Tony Car garage, bro, if that shit was on, the, I know it's LeBron's because when I looked at the picture and I seen it and I seen like the entrance, I was like, bro. That shit is it, the entrance look the same. That shit is so big, bro. If it was like on a normal street like here, yeah. that should have probably take up like five blocks. That's how big that shit. That shit is humongous. I'm talking about, bro. That shit is. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Pause, but that shit I wouldn't is fucking doubt extremely it. Extremely big. I never been to Brentwood. I was like, eh, I'm staying away for that. If I do want to go look at rich people houses, I go down to Laguna just because I just like the environment down there. I don't know why. It's like. Yeah, I want to go down. I'm going to go down it's there like next, beachy vibe. In the next couple weeks. It's like beachy I'm gonna vibe. I'm going to go back to San Diego. I'm going to go down there to Laguna. Oh, hey, um, San Diego, the best places to look at just nice people, how, uh, nice rich people houses, just just to look at rich, rich people houses, um, is Coronado Beach. So you know how like you got to take the bridge? You got to cross that bridge in order to mm-hmm. get to the Coronado um, Beach, it's always fucking packed. All the time I go there, it's fucking packed. But yeah, like, I'm not, I know what beach you're talking about. I'm all the houses there, oh, fire. Like, I would live, like, like I would. The, they're on the beach? They're like beach houses? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like on the beach houses, but it's like, it's pretty spacious. Um, And everybody yeah, dude, got a pretty good again. yard. It's not, it's not hilly. It's not hilly like Manhattan Beach or something where it's like a bunch of fucking hills and it's tight. It's like kind of spaced out, but it's like right by the beach. 
And there's like a bunch of resort like around the Coronado uh, little island. So it's the best fucking place um, to be. This nigga AD, AD just got hurt again, man. Wait. He fucking tripped over the little billboards on the sideline. Like oh, the ones man. that change and show all the ads. He's so fucking clumsy. All right, you want to transition into our, our 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 topic that we kind of like did a little study on. Yeah, let's talk um, about speaking speaking of rich people, Facebook. speaking of rich people. So like two of the richest company, uh, Facebook and Apple. I don't know if you heard this, but it's kind of been a few that kind of date back to all the way when Steve Jobs was um still around. Um, and he's kind of ta- he always talked about like privacy. I know nowadays, I think like. We don't take that as um serious as I think. No, I, I'll take that back. There's a lot of people who take privacy serious. And then there's a lot of people who's like, ah, I don't really give a fuck what I do with my data. Right. So there's like, um, I kind of don't, but at the same time don't? I do. Right. Okay. So let's go into the backtrack of the, the story. So Apple and Facebook is not seen eye to eye because of the new Apple, um, iOS 14 update. Right. Um, so to cover the update, the update, um, is called the, um, it's, it's the iOS 14.5 and there's this new, um, system that's called, uh, that's ATT, right? It's app tracking transparency. And basically what Apple is trying to do is, um, create, create a way where you can block, you can opt, you can opt out of apps that will ultimately track your data. Right, so for you app- basically like opt out of sharing your data. Right, right, okay. right. So for it off so most so mo- for so for most people who don't know how like apps tend to track people, um, what they normally do is once you download an app or you go on a, uh, a website or something, um, the app or the website will then try to integ- um will then try to find your IDFA, which is your um identifier for advertised code. Now, every phone has an IDFA. Now, once an app gets um, their hands on the IDFA, basically, they unlock all of your data. Like, so, now... Hold on, hold on. To put it to put in the terms for stupid people like me, basically, what that means is, you know, you know those weird moments where you'd be like, damn, I really want to give me some more Vans, and then you go on Instagram, and you're scrolling down, and all of a sudden, you just see a Vans ad? Right. That's basically why, because... Uh, the data that the apps be sharing with um, the apps that they be sharing with these companies and shit. So right. They can get you to so, buy stuff. So that's basically the stupid version of what he just said. Right. So if you just to kind of like explain what iOS uh, 14.5 does is the the new update ultimately block your IDFA from the apps obtaining it. Now, specifically Facebook, because Facebook will then always obtain your IDFA. And after that, basically all your information is now handed to Facebook. And now what the new um, iOS 14.5 does is that it blocks that. So now Facebook can't get your IDFA because your IDFA basically has your user ID, has your um, uh, login information, your email, your phone number, your address, um, and all sorts of things that, you know, your history, like the shit that you you bought, your your um, what was the shit you told me? Like it it tracks your income basically, so right. it knows how much you. Oh, make I'll get I'll get I'll get I'll get into the okay, Facebook. I'll get my into phone, the Facebook phone. side, but basically, yeah, what it is is uh, Apple is um Apple is on this thing where you know 
they've done a lot of a lot of shady shit. Not gonna say like Apple isn't you know is like the he- heaven all be all end all and never done anything wrong. You know they've uh, they have the thing where they uh, update your phone and make sure all the old phone doesn't work so that you are forced to buy a new yeah, phone. Yeah, exactly. You know they have that shit going on. Shit, and, the new uh, phones be busting though. Huh? The new phones be lit though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna be up. The th- the 13's about to come out, but that's another topic for another day. Um. So yeah. So this new update, this new update doesn't like, you know, take away from what Facebook is trying to do as a model, which is collect as much data as from people as possible in order to sell to advertisers. That's their entire entire business model, right? So this update's only giving you the chance to opt in or opt out. Now, if you want to opt in and be like, hey, you know what? I don't really give a fuck about my, my data and I will allow this specific app or that spe- specific app in order to track my data. Now, if you don't want that, you can opt out and be like, no, this app isn't allowed to um, obtain my IDFA, which is your identifier for advertised code. Okay, you can so, also do that. So here's my thing. When it when it tracks the because I really I'm not really sure about this. So when it tracks the data, like what does it really track? Okay, so for for um because that's what people really think. They think it's that, like tracking their location, like just basically like stalking you in a sense. Right. Does it really do weird shit like that when you're getting yeah. your data shared, so, or is it just tracking like your purchases, yeah. seeing stuff that you might be interested in buying? So so Facebook, right? It's a free app. And every, a lot of people fucking use it. Now, it owns a lot of things. It owns uh, Instagram, WhatsApp, and all that. And I'll, get, I'll get into WhatsApp, right? Um, but in order for Facebook to make money, they need all your data. And they use that data in, in order to sell to advertisers and companies, right? And companies need all the information they can get from people in order to feed them what they, exp- um, what they think they want, right? So Facebook... If you download anything from Facebook now, once they are able to obtain your IDFA, Facebook can track your physical address, your email, your name, your phone number, your user ID, your device ID, your purchase history, your financial information, your precise location, your contacts, your photos, your videos, your gameplay data, your search history, your crash, your browse data, your performance data, and etc. So literally, that's kind of creepy. And all, but they gonna just find a lot of porn online. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you but know, that's kind of creepy. It's, still, it's 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 creepy. Like we all know this. We all know they track us based on like the shit that we would see, like you know, advertiser where we're like, dude, yeah. we just talk about it, and this shit happened no. to be on the app. That literally happened to me a couple of weeks ago with the homies. We was talking about some shit in the Xbox party, and I pulled up my phone. You know, and, oh no, we was talking about Adobe Premiere. Right, and I was on Instagram, and as soon as I opened Instagram, I seen one post like from someone I follow. Scrolled down, the first sponsor that was Adobe Premiere. I said, "Okay, I'm turning Siri off on my phone." Right, right now, I turned everything off. I was like, "Yeah, I'm creeped out now." Yeah, no. So it it, it kind of brings up this topic. It's like, do you care about your data? And like, you know, at the end of the day, like we think they're selling us something, but I think um, what's really happening is that like the products that they're trying to sell us isn't ultimately their money maker. Like we are the product. Yeah, we are, much. we are the people who makes them the money. So it's like, I think pretty much, I think a lot of us don't really give a fuck. I think a lot of people think it's convenient. You know, there's a lot of people like, Oh, there's my, there's the shit that I want. And it's just happened to be right there. Okay. But if I really want the shit, I can 
You can search it yourself. Search it myself. I don't need you guys to put it in my face because you think I might want right. it right now. Because I've never, even when I do have money to buy shit, I've never seen an ad on Instagram and like, you know what? I needed this. Actually, I happen to really need this. Right. So I'm going to just click on this link. No, I'm going to. I really want it. I'm going to just go Google search it or go to that company's right. website and buy it from there or go inside the store. I, I'm on I'm on that same boat. I'm just at the point where it's like I use this analogy of like when we watch TV and there's just a bunch of ads that we don't give a fuck about. We just want our show to show up. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's like now I'm going on apps and I'm like, dude, I don't really give a fuck about these advertisements. I have to scroll more in order to get to where I want to be. And it's like exactly. now the one fucked up point about Facebook is that um, there's a lot of update throughout the years, right? And if you um, don't opt in to accepting their new um, their new criteria, you're not allowed to use their apps anymore. You know, so for example, the same thing with Instagram. Um, yes, not Instagram, not Instagram, but I know this for a fact is WhatsApp. Have you heard of WhatsApp? So WhatsApp used um, used to be um, not owned by Facebook, right? But in 2014, Facebook bought WhatsApp, right? And at the time, it has 2 billion users. And it was, like, very global. It's very big in Southeast Asia, uh, very big in the Middle East. It's like a text app, like Kick. Right, right, whatever. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, when Facebook bought the app, right, then once they, uh, it took them two years to integrate themselves, right? But once they're fully integrated, um, there was a... Um, option for user where it's like hey like if you want to continue using whatsapp you have to accept this new um you know standard where you have to accept that you know you're allowing facebook to track you and da 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 and if you don't accept it then you're no longer to use the whatsapp so once this happened a lot of people uh moved to signal and telegram which is another messenger app yeah. right and that's um, almost similar to what apple does like they always track your location. So even if you turn your location services off, you can't mm-hmm. use GPS and certain apps you can't use. Right. And so, so you have to have it on. And so always tracking. And, and so once the integration happened, starting in 2016, everything that happened on the WhatsApp were now um, were now in linked with Facebook. So Facebook was able to grab every single data from WhatsApp. So all the conversation that people had on WhatsApp, they were able to pull that, their information, their history, and all that, their, all that jazz that I named. Now everything that WhatsApp has is on Facebook. Now, with most of it is really without consent because in the court they said that that never happened, that never took place. They never... Um, where they never took all the data from WhatsApp, but it was then later on, um, later on found out that all of the data from WhatsApp was transferred to Facebook and Facebook had full control of the data of the user. Now, what's so fucking crazy is that there's a lot of people that fucking freak the fuck out, which is why they went to Signal and Telegram and all that. But if you had WhatsApp in 2016 and if you deleted the app, somehow Facebook still had your data which is according to study that a lot of WhatsApp user data were still in the hands of Facebook, even if they decided to delete the app. Well, yeah, it's the same thing with Snapchat. Everything yeah. Everything you ever sent through Snapchat, they still have that even if you delete your profile. Right. So all those pictures you sent that even if they delete on for you and the person you sent them to, they still fucking exist and stops in a Snapchat's database. Right. And so this whole this whole war between Facebook and um, Apple like has gone really far because Facebook um, has always been saying like you know what 
um, Apple has always trying to like fight us on this. Like they, um, they try to fight us um, on our bunch of platforms with countering by having their own platform. And they using, they use iMessenger as a, an app that like try to compete directly with WhatsApp, Facebook and Instagram, all that. And so it's like this big, big back and forth battle between the two big tech bros, tech gods, whatever you want to call it. And it's like, it's now it's like at a standstill where it's like, you know, Facebook can't really um, function their business. And according to studies and research that once yes, this, they can. No, well, they, they still can. Like, they're not going out of business. But according to one of their CEO that uh, with the, um, the study that they, did, they, uh, that they did is after the iOS update, they are projected that a lot of people will opt out and won't allow Facebook to use the data and um, they're slated to lose a shit ton of business um, due to the update. And also, so they came out with a statement saying like, oh, like Apple is really fucked up and like they're doing this. And essentially mm-hmm. what they're doing is only hurting small businesses because sm- small businesses use us in order to advertise to the people. And if you take away this, um, if you take away the access, um, if you take away our access to people's data, how can small businesses use our uh, function in order to advertise their product? It's their uh, case. Small businesses can still use your app to advertise the product because when you when you make an Instagram, when you make a Facebook, when you make, even Twitter, the shit that's not part of Facebook, when you make any of these social media accounts where they try to give you send these ads your way. Even like with Google, Google uses your location. These apps, yeah. they ask you for where you live. You have to put your zip code in so they right. know that you're from. So, example, I'm from Hawthorne using 90250. And on Instagram, Facebook, they're going to know that I'm from Hawthorne. So, any, so if anything, even if I'm not sharing my data, the least they can do is be like, okay, so someone, a small business in this area is trying to um, use that, put an ad on our website so we could just show it to anybody that we know that's a member that put their area code as right, but I think, 90250. But, but I think you're just thinking on the on the surface of just like location, location, but Facebook and how they use data to advertise is... But, de- is, is but why do you need that deeper, intricate stuff? Well... Uh, do you really uh, need it? If, based on Mark Zuckerberg, yes, they do need it. They don't need it. They don't. No, they don't. They, but they came out and said it. But advertise, advertising has no, worked no, look, way before before we started using customers' data and tracking I know, them I know, using their literally, location to see where they're at one, their one, one of the Facebook... Uh, so why do you need it now? No. They've, uh, no, they always needed it. Now they can't have it. Now they're, they're bugging because I'm they talking, can't have it. I'm talking about before social media and before this this area where we're more like high tech than we've ever been. Are you talking about on the small business end or are you talking about Facebook end? Just in general, advertising is never, we've never tracked like this is, this is new to with the internet stuff. But I, I, but I think you're, I think you're missing the point of where Facebook is coming at it. It's like, that is their whole model. So by, uh, by Apple developing this, um, this update, it fucks with their model. Okay, and but it's a weird model to to have because well, you're basically yes. stalking people. Right, exactly. That that but that even, but if, the you're re- not, even but, if you're not doing nothing bad with that information, you are basically stalking people. But in yes, a sense. no, no, no. So I don't want to not so, not fully, but in a sense, yes. No, so I do agree with Apple, but it is what it is. This is Facebook model. Like, there's no like, there's no like. We can sit here and be like, why is that your model? But that is their model because they had came out and said like, hey, 
this is we're gonna lose substantially a lot of money and our shareholders not gonna be happy because you're fucking with our business model and look if you don't stop apple from doing this we have to potentially charge people for using facebook like now you know how facebook is free mm-hmm. well they're kind of like threatening face uh they're kind of threatening apple where it's like yo like if you don't fix this issue like we're gonna have to ultimately charge people in order to even use our platform because then we can't make this i don't a- use facebook anyway so i know I but you facebook. use instagram i don't need i don't need it i can go on twitter all right well i mean i got tum- i gotta make a tumblr but there's there's post pics. But but there's a lot of. I still got Snapchat. Well, Snapchat I mean, is owned by Facebook. I mean, actually. but that's but yeah that but that's you though. Like you know, like I get, maybe you can find yeah. your loop array around it. But there's a lot of business. Yeah, no, I get that. Not everybody can. Not not everybody can because it's kind of like Facebook, Twitter, um, Google, and Apple. It's like a monopoly. Like you you kind of have to depend on all of this because. They over the years they like bought out all the other fucking companies, so it's like all the other fucking shit you use might just be owned by Facebook. Exactly, but the thing is, Facebook fucking they have a way to make that money without having to charge people. It won't come to that, but they just want to try to threaten. No, no, no. Yeah, no. They're they're definitely using the strong arm tactic. Yeah, you know, they're it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work because Apple is Apple's Apple. fucking Apple. It's Apple. Like, everybody loves Steve Jobs. Every, Rest in peace. Yeah, and then everybody loves Tim Cook, and then also the Tim um, Cook pretty solid. Too. But the the guy who kind of spearhead this whole um this whole privacy, and he's really um the guy in charge is Craig uh Federic- Federici, and he's the one that's like really kind of driving down the um the privacy sector of this whole thing, and so it's kind of it, it's kind of gonna be like real intrigued to see how this plan out, just because the update just kind of launched not so long ago so like we will we'll, we will see how facebook like managed to go away this because they still they do have a lot of android user and android hasn't done that so you know apple always kind of be like the the first of all the companies so you know imagine yeah, apple's the trendsetter yeah 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 imagine imagine now android comes out and say there's samsung or whatever it is and like all the fucking platforms are doing this like that's gonna hurt well, Facebook that would never a lot. Happen with Android is because Android and all those are usually owned by Google. Yeah, and Google's never gonna stop tracking our data because it's Google. So. Yeah, Google need that shit. But they need see, that shit more than Facebook. See, my thing is, my thing is like, I don't really care necessarily that much, but also like, I do. Like, uh, sure, you can get my name. Sure, you can get my email address. Sure, you can get my number. But once you start getting into, like, my... My my location, my my, income. My low... Yeah, my financial. That shit is kind of weird. Right. So what if you get hacked and, like, now people know my financial, my my credit card number and all that. Like... My login information. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so, like, now now we have a lot of... We have, like, stocks account. We have crypto accounts. So, like, what if hackers can use... Just my like IDFA in order to get into my wallet. Accounts. My savings account. So it's like, it's even, it's, I think a lot of people. Yeah, no, it gets tricky. Right. It gets tricky. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if you guys really need to be taking off. It's certain data I don't give a fuck if y'all take, but it's certain data I'm like, okay, why do you really need this? There's no real reason for you. Like, if I'm going to buy some shit, you can, maybe recent purchases, maybe I'm not too mad at that. Because if you want to use it to, like, show ads. Right. That pertain to shit that I might buy, even though I don't give a fuck about shit like that anyways, because exactly. I'm not going to buy it off of a social media. But still, I can see that. But as far as like fucking income and login information and all that other shit that you don't need, location, I don't right. know why you would Gameplay really need Gameplay data? 
Yeah, I don't know like, why you would need shit like that. Um, gameplay data. What else did I say that was fucking kind of gnarly? Um, give me a second. Uh, gameplay data. Uh, crash and uh, crash and search history and performance. Performance history basically, essentially, what it is is like, um, like what that like what are like your most intrigued stuff that they can find throughout the app. Um, also like they'll read through all the text messages. So anything you text, they ultimately will collect that data, especially on WhatsApp. Like all your, all your conversation will essentially use as a way for advertisers to you're doing illegal stuff. That's, I mean, I don't do illegal stuff, but if right. you're doing illegal stuff, that'll fucking, that will really act, fuck you up. Yeah. Like burning you out in a sense. And another thing is like now, like they have all this data. So like if once the government come knocking, like, all right, well, no, you're just open. Yeah. Cause then at the. Like, I could see just people not wanting to have their information being shared. But, like, if you're someone who's doing some illegal shit, the go- all the government has to do is come to one of these apps and ask for that data. And that's, like, not even fair. Like, you don't even get the... Ch- I mean, you shouldn't be doing illegal shit anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't. But, you know. But, but um, I mean, come on now. Like, you're not even giving people a fair chance to, like, fight in court. Right. And the one thing is, like, to to shut people out from using your app if they decline to accept these kind of like these kind of uh, rules and stuff it's kind of wild it's like you like shouldn't like maybe at least give them like a downgraded version but to shut yeah, them out to shut them out completely and say like hey like you're not allowed unless you accept i mean this. that's gonna fuck your money that app's money up in the end run cause right it's less users because it's gonna be a lot of people who don't agree to sharing their information right and and going back to facebook and apple like uh, uh, Facebook is a huge company, but I think now like Apple is becoming such a cult in itself where it's like Apple users are always going to be diehard Apple. Like I have a Mac, I have my, my phone's Apple, my lap, like there's no way I'm siding with Facebook on this end and no way like will I side with collecting, right collecting all my personal my data that right I here. don't wish to share. So if you don't know anything about the new iOS update and get onto it because then you can go through and you can, uh, willing you can choose to opt in or opt out on any app of you your choice do it for all apps or specific apps yeah 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 on what you want to do so i think people should really take advantage I of that all apps for now yeah I, I did i did all apps as well so I, I i have a lot of shit that i definitely don't want people like it's not like that i care but i do care the fact that i don't want companies to know because you never know how well their system is secured so exactly and also, I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing ads that I really don't give a fuck about. I would just yeah, I, I, I rather just search it on my own, you know. Yeah, if I want to search it, I could search it. I, if it's something local, I've probably seen it before in person, so I don't need you to right. show me an ad for it on Instagram. And also, I don't think we talk about this, but when the algorithm starts to do this shit, like it, we're they kind of put us in a bubble where it's like now hard to kind of like lynch out of the bubble because you're only seeing the shit that you're known or you're really constantly see to? fucking posts from people i follow on instagram That's i see more posts from like celebrities or not even even like celebrities like fucking like sponsored that well yeah celebrities and like sponsored ads i don't even see posts from people i follow or just like right average posts. friends that you fucking haven't seen in months but they just post but it's not gonna be at the top you know so yeah, it's you like you gotta just keep scrolling to eventually find it. it's gonna be nothing but like the shit that they Spon- want you to see. Sometimes now it's like hashtag stubs are, are on your feed. Yeah, it's just exactly. like it's, it's getting yeah. excessive. Like I just start muting shit now. Right. Yeah, man. I don't know. So I, I highly encourage people to 
use that because your IDFA is very important. And if you don't know what IDFA is, I'm going to repeat that again, is your identifier for advertiser code. Now, you don't want, you kind of want to take that serious if you don't want your data out there. If you do want your data out there, then yeah, I'm just go along with your life, you know? So <laughs> do nothing. If you don't care, this sec- this segment of the podcast is cool to listen to, but you don't have to, you don't have to um, continue to uh, make changes in your life or whatever. But yeah, um, I think this, this is it for the podcast this week. Um, my name is Try. My name is Ingerson. You guys already know. Uh, like subscribe make sure you like subscribe this is can't tell me none podcast um it's gonna come out on saturday bench bench warming reports every tuesdays and friday so make sure y'all tune on uh, tune what did you just say tune tune on tune in and uh we'll see y'all next time all right we're rolling can't tell me none podcast uh welcome back we took a week off did we take a week off or yeah, we took a week off because we were trying to get the. Uh, oh Spotify yeah, we shit took working. a week off. We took a week we're off. Yeah, to get our shit working so we could be on Spotify. Cool. We are SoundCloud. on Spot. We are on Spotify now. Um, we're gonna get Apple working. Um, make sure you check us out under T C E L Network. That stands for our initial, and then you get both podcasts under that. All right. My name's Try. My name's Ingerson. What's good, y'all? All right. Um. Since our podcast name is Can't Tell Me None Podcast, uh, I'm going to shift gear. We're going to talk about Apple versus Facebook later. But first, uh, we just had to talk about this, so we're going to do a little detour. Um, and there's nothing that they can tell us about this topic, but um, I think we should talk about it because my boy here is in the position. Um, and the question is, would you rather... If you have, so I don't, okay, let me backtrack. There's a show on Netflix and it's called uh, Mortgage, Marriage, or, marriage, Mar- marriage, or mortgage. marriage or Mortgage, right? And basically the structure of the house is there's these two ladies. One's a real estate agent. The other one is a person who, um, a wedding planner, a wedding planner, a wedding right? Planner. Oh, yeah, so then the, uh, a couple would go to them with like a budget, for example, 30,000, right? And then the wedding planner would try to convince them that they should spend the $30,000 on the wedding. The real estate would try to convince them the $30,000 a house payment. And at the end, they decide which one they go with. And there's 10 episodes. And throughout the entire show, I think seven of them chose the wedding. Um, And I don't understand why they chose that. Uh, And we're going to talk about um, is that a financially smart decision? Um, so for you as a guy who you just proposed, so congrats, it was, it was very cute. I saw all the photos. I appreciate um, it, now you're about to plan a wedding soon. I don't know how soon, um, if you can even speak about it, but in the scenario, probably too soon, but probably not too soon. We're working on it though. Yeah. Yeah. Usually like what you have like a year or two. Yeah. after the proposal in order to kind of like yeah we at least gonna wait like a year yeah but yeah so let's let's put yourself in that situation right um if you have thirty thousand dollars would you choose marriage or mortgage what will you choose and why i would i would convince my girl to take the house we should just take the house right because we can why why though because if, if you gotta take, give you gotta give like three four explanation as to why well think about it if you just take thirty thousand. And do the 
My fault. Think about it. If you just take the thirty thousand, right, do a down payment on a house, you could get a house nice. I want okay. Well, it's depend. Also, it depend. Everything depends on where you well, live. Well, actually, at. change that number. Um, since we're in Cali, let's go eighty thousand. <laughs> so let's because the houses are different here. Yeah, so, I so mean, 60, 60, so they 60. probably have to give you like sixty or seventy for right. down payments, so right, bro? If you got sixty or seventy for a down payment, you could get a nice house. Um, in Cali, yeah, but yeah, in most places you can. You don't have to go into like bad neighborhood. You could go in a no. decent neighborhood at least, right? Like you can get that. You can save up for a year, and you can still have the wedding that you want. And still be able to go home to your own home and not you're be not, living in Okay, you're not convincing me very well because I'm playing devil's bro, advocate here. I'm the feet. Boy, well, hold up. No, 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 no. I'm, okay, imagine, look at me <clears throat> and my luscious curly hair. So I just got it done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But imagine, I'm a girl. I really want the fucking wedding. I want the wedding first and I don't want anything but the wedding. And I won't get married or like... I won't get married unless, no, no, no. I won't move in to your house unless we actually get married first. Now, how would you persuade that person from going a different route? Like, analytically and financially, like, how would you strategize that, like, in order to convince them? Okay, so obviously I'm I'm assuming I haven't watched this show yet, but I'm assuming on this show all these people are like me, they're engaged, right? Yeah. They're not married yet. Yeah, they're engaged. Okay. And and I don't wanna like be sexist or anything like that, but majority of the females would rather prefer the wedding. Just saying. Based on the show statistic, okay? Do these people live together already? They do. Where do they live at? Do you see like renting? Like renting apartment, the real rough real rough. One was like stuffed in a small apartment like boxes everywhere fucking no space to walk around it was rough i was like you chose the wedding really so what so what i would tell my fiance is if she was saying that she would rather the wedding over the the mortgage the more yeah the mortgage yes i would be like well let's think about our priorities for a second right i'll use my relationship for example we have a kid right so maybe in like a year or two, our kid's going to be in school. Right. And How old is the kid right now? She's two right now. She's two? Cool. So she got like two years left, two, right? She, like they start at like four, right? They start preschool at three. Oh, okay. But so, but anyway, so let's say, let's say, okay, <clears throat> we got a kid and in a year and a half, two years. Right. She's going to be in school. Right. Do you want your child to be, I get that you want your dream wedding or whatever, but do you want your child to be in school in a... In I guess a neighborhood where the schools aren't so great, right? Or would you rather get this down payment for this house and we move to fucking? Let's use L.A. for example. So we right. live in Hawthorne, so we use this down payment. Now we move to like fucking Brentwood or somewhere. Now our child's going to school in fucking Brentwood and Beverly Hills. Oh, whoa, 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 calm down. That's like million dollars. I'm just saying like, for an example. Okay, I'm just Lakewood. Let's just go with Lakewood. Shit, Lakewood schools is better than fucking. It, I know it is it's better than out there in uh, Hawthorne. So yeah, yeah, I, I know that. We'll I know that. We're, we're Lakewood. Lakewood. Like, get a nice let's house. go. They got pri- nice houses pri- in Lakewood. Let's too. go price range. Nice let's go too. closer to a uh, like a substantial, so, okay, reasonable. So would you rather your kid be going to school in a pretty bad neighborhood where they might not get the best education, or would you rather go into like Lakewood or like uh, Signal Hill? 
Right. Cerritos, uh, that that area, like, right. that border area where it's, like, border Long Beach, border OC, where they can probably go to a school and get a, a maybe better, a little better education compared to what you're going to get in, right. in that specific part of the South Bay. So. Right. If she even we can even get something in Torrance. Okay, so that's so Torrance. that's your one argument. What what would be your other argument? Not argument, but like your other um like way to persuade a person away from the wedding. My second argument would be okay, so if we're trying to start a family, I get that you want a wedding, but don't you want to have a home that's ours that we could one day pay off and that we don't we could pass down to our children and they could pass down to their children and so on and so forth, or you want to keep renting apartments or paying for condos or townhomes or whatever it right. is. Now, what what if the girl says like, well, like we can still do all that, but like, why not have the wedding first? Then we can start saving for a house. And like, what if I don't want to rush into a house yet? Cause it's a big commitment. I now want to do the wedding first. You want to rush into a house, but cause it's a big commitment, but you already said yes to me marrying you. Oh, that's the biggest commitment. There. That's a good so, one. That's a good nothing, one. That's a good one. You already I gotta, said yes to get married. There's yeah. nothing that's a bigger commitment than marriage. Right. A house but, is not okay. a bigger commitment. But what than about like usually like uh, on a the house ta- is not a bigger commitment than getting married. I don't give a f- I know houses are expensive, but a marriage is supposed to be like a lifetime thing. Okay, so 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 what about the argument of like you know how like after proposal you don't want to wait too long until having a wedding. Some girls just kind of want to have the wedding right away, or maybe some guys just kind of want to have the wedding right away. Um, so and you don't want to like extend that like um, fiance period too long. You know. Mm-hmm. We get in the house. You can still get married. We could get married right All away. Right. You don't have to be an expensive wedding. All right, let me budge in and do this like, and ana- like. And if we're going off of American sit- culture, your parents should be paying for the wedding, anyways, not us. Okay, see, but okay, but that. So, but you can't always rely on the parents. My thing, I, I just, I never understood that American culture that the wife parents are that, always but, paying. But the parents, I didn't but understood even the parents that. Should, but like, what if the parents doesn't pay for the wedding though? That's fair. Okay, you got to save up to pay for your own wedding. I'm not saying that that's mandatory, but in our in our culture, usually that's well, not, in like American culture, that's usually how it goes. Like usually the bride's parents pay for the wedding or whatever. Right. So my thing is now is it that's but if that's the case, if they can't pay for the wedding, and then they see that you're on this show and you're getting either thirty thousand for a wedding or thirty thousand for a mortgage. No, it's your own money. You're not getting it from the show. Like I, the show is just something that brought up discussion, but we're saying like your own money. Imagine oh, it's your own. Their own money. Yeah, imagine like you had that much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, would like would you rather spend it on the wedding or I would still the, rather spend it on a house? Right, right. If I had that and, much, I'd rather get a house because we well, could still get. We could do a wedding. Well, see here, I'm gonna explain it. I, I'm gonna explain it how like I view it. Right. So how I would persuade it is that like there's this thing that's called refi, um, and I think it's very very reasonable to use it within the first two years of after buying a house um a refinance a refinance so basically if you're a couple who imagine like for example we're living in a townhome right now right me and my girlfriend and a dog and i'm planning to get married soon right but let's say if we have thirty thousand or forty thousand as a down payment right i just i would reasonably like to put that down on a house payment because we worked so hard to save that significant amount of money, right? 
And so you, my personal opinion, I don't really want to get married and then like going back to a rental home or I don't want to be in a rental home for so long because then I'm constantly worrying about after my contract, how much they were going to raise it. Exactly. Uh, I'm constantly thinking about like where might I find a place to rent next. And if you live in California, you know, the prices are so high that like how, how much are you willing to keep up with the rent? pricing now renting hasn't gone up drastically within the last five five to ten years that much uh actually five years hasn't gone up that much within the last five years right but so you can always use that forty thousand and take that like that that um uh take a little like that that forty thousand, you can take that forty thousand and you can kind of suck it up a little bit. You can put that down on house payment, um, and then you get your house right. You go to escrow and all that, and then like a year and a half later, you can refi or do a HELOC, which is a home equity uh, line loan, um, where you're taking a, a small chunk of money out of your house as a um, a loan, and then you can use that to do the wedding and then you can just pay that off monthly but now you after the wedding you can come back to your own home that you own not a rental and if you know you're in a switch situation like you and your kid like it's kind of like important to like not be always on the move because if you own a home you're not constantly looking for a home to rent I look for some, especially when you got a kid, because right. you don't want to be constantly moving them from school to school. Right. And you be able to go somewhere and be stable. And now I'm referring back to the show as in like seven of the 10 couple chose the wedding. And it's just kind of like they're the excuse, not the excuses. The reasoning is like, oh, you know what? Like we just got engaged. So it's like it's it's the best time to do the wedding now. We can always get a house later and house later. But I think in where i um opposed to that it's like you can always get a you can always do the wedding whenever there's people that get fucking get married and have like exactly. fucking five weddings throughout their whole marriage like they can have a re-wedding like every other 10 years that's the thing right it's every it's, uh, it's a uh, 10 year it's renewing a your vow yeah renewing your vow whatever it's like it's i guess it's big i've never really been to one of them i guess but it's basically like a wedding but it's right. not really a wedding yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It's so, really so, but I get what you're saying. So the thing is, the thing is, like, they want to do the wedding now, now, now before it's too late. But also, like, if you do the wedding, then now let's scratch that thirty thousand out. You're starting over from scratch, exactly. and so, like, how? Um, and a wedding's not an investment. A house is an investment. Right. Yeah. There's nothing like you're not getting back in equity whatsoever. You're not gaining any money whatsoever. If you buy the house, next thing you know, two years down the line, your house is worth. 40,000 more than what you bought it. You can now, sell it and go get a better house. You can sell it. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, um, just because you're buying a house is a big commitment. I know that. But there's a lot of people who are buying houses and never finish paying. They just sell it and get in different houses. But just by buying a house, now you have a stake in, like, an asset that you own that is, like, very substantially like that's a valuable ben- asset yeah it's a valuable asset Any that is always a valuable not, asset. that isn't like a car where like it depreciate as soon as you drive out the lot yeah, like it gains buying money a, over time yeah buying a house is basically like investing in stocks like i mean sometimes stocks go down but most of the time like if you invest in the right one it's going to go up and real estate it's only going to go up you know it's never really going to go down yeah like people like always going to need a roof over their shoulders so exactly. i just think i just think in my opinion like 
the the down payment is substantially like a much better financial decision than the wedding. But the thing is, a lot of people value the wedding a lot more. I think nowadays weddings be kind of this thing where it's like it's a flex. It's um, yeah, it's a it's a it's it's something where you can um, you know, brag amongst your peer that you're getting a wedding and blah 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 blah. And but it's just a wedding in itself. It's like there's a bachelor bachelorette thing. It's just fucking crazy. Cause like exactly. if you look at the set, uh, if you look at the uh, statistic, I think the average um, wedding cost, I think it's like fifty grand in America, which is insane. Fifty G's. That's like more than most cars. That's definitely a house payment. Like that's definitely like because you don't need to like put down a twenty percent down payment. You can put down like a five percent of ten percent. You're gonna be paying HOA in California if you're paying that little in down payment, but. Either way, like, it's still a down payment, you know? So, I just think, like, I think it sucks that you got to take the sacrifice and, like, push back the wedding. But it's just, like, over the long run, it's just a smarter decision to do. Especially if you have kids. Or especially if you're in an environment where you're constantly, like, frustrated with the area you live. Which is, like, right here. I love my fucking place, but... I would pay anything to get the fuck away from these fucking kids playing soccer in front of my house, kicking the ball over all the damn time. Exactly. And see, my thing is, you can, you can, you can, if you have 35000 you and your fiance in a relationship to go put a down payment on a house, why not go do that? Because you guys can always resave up that money for the wedding. And if anything, your family members, people who love you will help pitch in to help pay for the wedding. Right. That's Ain't another nobody going to fucking help pitch in to pay for that house, though. Mm-mm. That's almost like a once like that's usually like when you got that money to do that. That's like any you can save that up again, but it's going to take it's not going to be something that's just going to happen right away. You are gonna have to save up. It's going to take a long time to resave up that money that you save to put a down payment on a house. Right. So you should just go do that because your family, people that love you, I help you when it comes to the wedding. Right. If you really need the help. Yeah. Like the push comes to shove. People will help you when it comes to wedding expenses. But when it comes to a house. Putting a down payment on a house, not too many people are gonna help you with that. Yeah, I think. So when I you think, have that money, you should just do it. I think what it is also is like chance. the. I think what it is also is like the um, the thinking of like buying a house could be like so stressful for somebody. Like it's just so much paperwork, and it's like it's kind of like this unknown thing. The wedding is like it's 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 fun to plan. You know, it's like easy, and it's like you know, like uh, America culture and everywhere in this country. And the whole around the world kind of put wedding as this like be all end all like it's the most important day of your life and yeah, it's but like a wedding is also something that you all of the the planning that comes to the wedding is something that you only do once when you, it comes to doing it for yourself that's something that you usually like unless you get divorced and get remarried right which that's, happens that happens but which happens but a lot point, you know that, I, but that's but, they, but that's not my point my point is like when you plan for a wedding that's something that you do once in your life right. So you're never going to have to do that again, regardless. Right. And I feel and, and I but to that point, and to I feel like a lot of people do rush to plan a wedding. Like they exactly. want the wedding so fast that they're like rushing and they're stressing a lot. But my thing is you could take your time with that because it doesn't matter. It's only going to happen once when it comes to living in places that you're renting that you don't own. Every three years, every four years, you're going to have to deal with that same paperwork over and over again. Which right. is or month own. to month. If you're in a situation where you're paying month to month. And yeah, you or never even month to month. You're going to have to right. deal with a lot of paperwork over and over again. Whereas if you just 
get a house, you're gonna have to deal with this only once, and right. you won't have to really deal with it ever again unless you go and buy another house or you move or something. Exactly. But and usually, I, that's the whole point of getting a house. You don't plan on moving, so. And I think I think another thing is like um, buying a house is a big commitment, but it's also not like a a uh, prison sale or something like that. I think a lot of people get mm, kind of nervous and get scared of the 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 thought of owning a house and it's like, Oh my God, if I buy a house, like I'm locked up forever. And like, I, if some shit goes wrong, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I think like that is that that's the thing. That's, that's not a good mindset because you can always refi. You can refi. You can always sell your house. You can always change. There's always route in order to get, get out. If you're in some sort of trouble while owning a house. Yeah. There's foreclosed. Like, sure. Like you don't, that's like, plan z but if it happens it happens you know so i think it's definitely a little bit more flexible than people think just just we'll see, you know after buying a home well see i just, thought like i thought the concept of the show was like the show gives you the money to do it but no if no no if no, no. it's their doing, own money so if they're doing it with their own money then yes you should be buying a house obviously then, something that's in your means that you can't afford to pay monthly but so yeah that's still a better i still think that's a better fucking um option than paying for taking that 30,000 and spending it on a wedding yeah for me and you it's like a no-brainer it's like okay mortgage let's go and get the marriage after you get the house but like as i watched the show i'm like oh like they all fucking chose the wedding i mean i like all oh, most most of them chose the wedding and it was like kind of crazy because i don't even think the wedding planner did a very good job at, at persuading them like like after the real estate just show a house and they're like fucking loving the house and then the the fucking wedding planner and i'm like you go with the fucking but also it's like the people the, don't understand if you I feel own like, a house that you're paying a mortgage on you can get married in your shit and have a party and you see, gotta worry but a about a lot of people don't want to get married in that house though it's why? the thing you know, they because they want if that i had a nice house like a two-story house that was nice and had a nice backyard, a big backyard. They don't even got to be a big-ass backyard, but just a right. nice-sized backyard. Mm-hmm. I would get married in it. Why not? You, you're at home with your family. Everybody can come there. You don't got to worry about fucking spending money on a location. No, see, but the thing is, Everybody that's not... Everybody can feel comfortable. You don't got to worry about, like, random strangers just, but, like, wandering by or whatever, ruining it. You're in the safety of your own home and backyard. You could party for as long as you want. It won't get shut down because you're at your house. Right. If anybody's drunk and they can't drive home, they can sleep on the couch. They don't have to have their car stuck at some random lot or something. No, I agree. I agree with that, too. But also, like, there's a lot of people, like, there's a lot of girls that don't want to get married in the house. They want that fucking spot at the cliff in the Malibu or in a nice place. No, that's fair. I agree. You know, like, they want nice places. So it's like, I think a lot of us dudes are a little frugal and... Rightfully so. Well, even like, if you don't we, get married at your house. We're not have, out here with a lot of money. You, you know, can, so. You can have all the, the after wedding shit, like the reception and everything at your house instead of instead right. of spending. I mean, not even being frugal. Like, it's just more convenient. Everybody feels more home. Everybody's more comfortable. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, not not a lot of people like that. No, you're right. You know, like, not a lot of people want that. Um, Even guys, too. Not a lot oh, of guys. Yeah. There's a lot of That's guys true. that probably wanted, like, that big wedding and all that. But at the end of the day, I think, like, you um a wedding is becoming a flex like okay, i but say but also like you kind of have to go with what's what your the, budget is what's the definition of a big wedding a big wedding because is a big wedding doesn't mean it has to be at some fucking extravagant resort a big wedding is what i thought a big wedding is like what you make what you make it to be like 
Oh, well, that's not a lot of that's okay. That's not how a lot of people view what a big I've wedding seen a is. Big a wedding. big wedding would be like two two hundred people, a nice nice venue with like food and a a a, a bar that's unlimited drinks. You really know two hundred people that you want to come to your wedding? I don't, I don't. But I'm just saying, like, there's people that want that. You know, like I I used to work at the Marriott, bro. Nigga, not the everybody, pack, bro. Not okay. everybody is a celebrity. You know, two hundred people that are gonna, bro. I'm, like there was two hundred people that are gonna come to your wedding, bro. There was there was a there was many. And I'm not just talking about just family members, like friends and shit. Y'all know yes. two hundred people. That's bro. I used to work at the Marriott. There's used to have weddings with like three four hundred people, and they would. There's some wedding where they block the entire. They book the entire floor. Like all those rooms are to are are reserved for people who's at the wedding, and they have um they have their little cocktail hours, then they have their little thing, and then they have the big party at the end, and then they have the after party, and it's like a whole three day event. Like they're they check in like on Thursday night, they're there Friday partying, just drinking, having like meetups, and also like reservation at the restaurant, and then the Saturday is the party, and then Sunday they would chill out in the pool still, and they fucking leave. Monday, like there's weddings that cost like hundred thousands, like hundreds of thousands. Okay, I get that, but okay, I guess if you guess you can't have two hundred people at your house, depending yeah. on how that's, big your that, I mean, that's if you're balling. That that's if you're balling. Yeah, depends how big your house is at that point. Right, your house oh is big shit. enough to. I mean, I'm not saying I'm gonna cut some friends on mine and be like, you know what, it's just a close one. We ain't trying to have too many people here. I for sure don't think I know two hundred people that's gonna be. I mean, we, it probably could be. Right. But is your shit, girl family so. that big though? Yeah. Yeah. So it might be that. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> bro, you're gonna have an Indian wedding. You know how big Indian wedding be? Yeah. Bro, they huge. I've heard. Huh? I've heard. They huge, bro. I've I know, I've, man. I've, I've witnessed heard. so many Indian weddings at the ho- when I was working at Marriott. They're so they're massive, like massive. I hope it's not massive. Bro, like like Pause. so many kids running around. Everybody it seems to have like eight kids in their families thank god my girl's family don't have that many like young children bro all the all the I've, kids are like our age i've never witnessed at well, i worked at the hotel correct, for yeah all, all, everybody in my girl's family all the most of the kids it's a couple uh like toddlers and younger kids but most uh-huh. of them are like our age in their 20s so i've never witnessed a small we indian wedding drunk. i've never witnessed a small indian wedding in my life never well, we could be getting drunk at our wedding at my wedding i know hopefully so. Yeah, all the all the people that, and I'm gonna come early so I can get the um. I I don't have to eat all the vegetarian food. I'm now we're gonna have like <laughs> gonna have vegetarian food. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of that, but we're gonna have mixed. Yeah, but yeah, going My back to not gonna just want vegetarian food. Yeah, so more like meat. So going stuff. back to the mortgage oh. and going board back yeah. to the mortgage or marriage, just like a to me is a, to us is a no brainer for the to to do the mortgage. But man, the wedding industry is big here. Um. I, I some of us might have a difficult time arguing that with their girl. I know I got a rough time. I think my girl would. Be I got a rough time with Nicole here. I think my girl would be on my side. I think she'd be like, "Nah, let's just get the house. We could, yeah. we could do the wedding anytime." Yeah, it ain't it ain't like that with everybody. So house, I got a house, man. I, I got a hill man. to climb. A house is a house, man. If I could get a house, if I got the money to get a house, fuck that wedding. We could get married. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But a house is like a once in a lifetime thing. Exactly. And right now, shit, fuck. You got a kid, so you need all the space you can get. You need an extra room. You exactly. need a yard. You need, you know, maybe a garage. You don't want to be fucking parking so far because you live in an apartment complex. Like, well, we get parking 
two spots, but still, that's not the yeah, point yeah, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I don't want to have to be, I want to be able to park at my house, right? Like fucking two blocks down. And also to like move out of Hawthorne, you don't want to like be nah, like let's say yeah, if you're in a if you're in a neighborhood that isn't so great, like at any fucking point of you have to at any chance you have to get the fuck out, like I would you have the, to yeah, get the fuck out, the fuck out, you know? Exactly, no. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how my girl feels. So I'm exactly. I'm glad that we both feel exactly the same way. Yeah. No, I. I no, I feel the same way. Um, not saying that my area is that bad, but like at any point, if I can get the fuck out, I'm, you sure? If, yeah, I'm getting the fuck out. I got the chance to move to an area that's better, and I can get a house. Then yes, I'm out of there. Right, and and you have to think about school. So that's a big thing. I don't have to think about school, but yeah, for parents, that's that's fucking huge because you don't want to put your kids in like the loser. Yeah, that's my that's my. <laughs> like you don't you don't want your kid to be going to losing girl. Now there's nothing wrong with losing girl. You can still be successful no matter what school you go to. But I'd rather as a parent, I'd like, rather put her in a situation where she. That's true. You are you're not lying, but I'd rather put her in a situation where she's gonna have. The best advantage, like I mean, look what white people do. They put their kids in a situation where right. they have the best advantage. There's, not, not there's nothing that? wrong with there's nothing wrong with moving out the hood. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. I think um, it doesn't mean you a sellout. You nah, you, you got money to move out the hood. You move I'm a sellout. I'm gone. Right, right. But then after once you move the fuck out, you you can't be talking like you're in hood anymore. You just be like, you know, I'm grateful to be out here. I ain't gonna act like I'm in a nah, bad. Still remember where you came from. Yeah. Not like La Bum, he's living in Brentwood, still acting like he afraid, bro. You ain't never got that. a ticket in your life, okay? Don't do that. Don't do that. He's he from the he from Akron. It's actually tough out there. Yeah, but not anymore. In Ohio, Ohio is shitty. He's living in Brentwood. Oh yeah, yeah. I know he got. I I be driving by his house when I be doing Uber. Bro, he's still. Shit, but bro, that shit is humongous. I bet. That shit. I is bet. Humongous. Is it gated? I I hope. It's I think gated. so. Yeah, it's gated. Shit. You better. He better be if I'm correct. It better be his, double gated. If it was a shit I seen when I like just randomly Googled it that one time. Why would you Google where he lives? Because I seen a big ass house and when I was up there, like oh, you I was actually like in? I was actually like in Beverly Hills, like in the hills. Uh-huh. So I was like LeBron's Beverly Hill mansion. I looked at like the picture showed and it looked like exactly like that house. So I was like, okay, so this has to be it. Like it looks exactly like it. So it has to be it. No, yeah, that shit, that that shit, like I know that mansion. When I drive up there, when I be delivering food over there, I know that that mansion is for like it has to be for someone. How do you know it's LeBron though, bro? Because that shit takes the mansions. When you like drive into Beverly Hills, when you go through the gates into the Beverly Hills community, up in the actual hills, like right. in the canyons and shit, the mansions there be like they'll take a maybe your whole townhouse and right. the whole like townhouse next. So like this one. And then yep. the people next door, and then the whole two units over here next door. It, so basically, those these four units right here, mm-hmm. LeBron should have take up damn near this whole fucking like quadrant. Oh, I bet that he shit got, is humongous. He got he gotta have like at least a Tony Car gar- if that Tony Car garage. Bro, if that shit was on, the, I know it's LeBron's because when I looked at the picture and I seen it and I seen like the entrance, I was like, bro. That shit is, the interest look the same, and that shit is so big, bro. If it was, like, on a normal street, like, here, yeah. that shit would probably take up, like, five blocks. That's how big that shit, that shit is humongous. I'm talking about, bro, that shit is. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. 
Pause, but that's I wouldn't fucking doubt extremely it. Extremely big. I never been to Brentwood. I was like, eh, I'm staying away from that. If I do want to go look at rich people houses, I go down to Laguna just because I just like the environment down there. I don't know why. It's like yeah, I want to go. I'm gonna go down. It's there like next, beachy vibe. Next couple weeks. It's like beachy when vibe. We go back to San Diego. I'm gonna go down there to Laguna. Oh, it um San Diego. The best places to look at just nice people how uh, nice rich people houses just. Just to look at rich, rich people houses, um, it's Coronado Beach. So you know how like you got to take the bridge, you got to cross that bridge in order to mm-hmm. get to the Coronado um, Beach. It's always fucking packed all the time. I go there, it's fucking packed. But yeah, like, I'm not, I know what beach you're talking about. I'm all the houses there, oh fire! Like I would live like, like I would. The, they're on the beach. They're like beach houses. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like on the beach houses, but it's like it's pretty spacious. Um, and everybody got a pretty good again. yard. It's not, it's not hill, it's not hilly like Manhattan Beach or something where it's like a bunch of fucking hills and it's tight. It's like kind of spaced out, but it's like right by the beach. And there's like a bunch of resort like around the Coronado uh, little island. So it's the best fucking place um, to be. I think AD just got hurt again, man. He fucking tripped over the little billboards on the sideline. Like oh, the ones man. that change and show all the ads. He's so fucking clumsy. All right, you want to transition into our 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 topic that we kind of like did a little study on. Yeah, let's talk um, about speaking speaking of rich people, Facebook. speaking of rich people. So like two of the richest company, uh, Facebook and Apple. I don't know if you heard this, but it's kind of been a few that kind of date back to all the way when Steve Jobs was um still around. Um, and he's kind of ta- he always talked about like privacy. I know nowadays, I think like. We don't take that as um serious as I think. No, I, I'll take that back. There's a lot of people who take privacy serious. And then there's a lot of people who's like, ah, I don't really give a fuck what I do with my data. Right. So there's like, um, I kind of don't. But at the same time, don't? I do. Right. OK, so let's go into the backtrack of the, the story. So Apple and Facebook is not seen eye to eye because of the new Apple um, iOS 14 update. Right. Um, so to cover the update, the update, um, is called the, um, is, is the iOS 14.5 and there's this new, um, system that's called, uh, that's ATT, right? It's app tracking transparency. And basically what Apple is trying to do is, um, create, create a way where you can block, you can opt, you can opt out of apps that will ultimately track your data. Right, so for app- basically like opt out of sharing your data. Right, right, okay. right. So for I it off so most so mo- for so for most people who don't know how like apps tend to track people, um, what they normally do is once you download an app or you go on a, uh, a website or something, um, the app or the website will then try to integer um would then try to find your IDFA, which is your um identifier for advertised code. Now, every phone has an IDFA. Now, once an app gets um, their hands on the IDFA, basically, they unlock all of your data. Like, so, now... Hold on, hold on. To put it to put into terms for stupid people like me, basically, what that means is, you know, you know those weird moments where you'd be like, damn, I really want to give me some more Vans, and then you go on Instagram, and you're scrolling down, and all of a sudden, you just see a Vans ad? Right. That's basically why, because... Uh, the data that the apps be sharing with um, the apps that they be sharing with these companies and shit. So right. They can get you to so, buy stuff. So that's basically the stupid version of what he just said. Right. So if you 
just to kind of like explain what iOS uh, 14.5 does is the the new update ultimately blocked your IDFA from the apps obtaining it. Now, specifically Facebook, because Facebook will then always obtain your IDFA. And after that, basically all your information is now handed to Facebook. And now what the new um, iOS 14.5 does is that it blocks that. So now Facebook can't get your IDFA because your IDFA basically has your user ID, has your um, uh, login information, your email, your phone number, your address, um, and all sorts of thing that, you know. Your history, like the shit that you, you bought, your, your um, what was the shit you told me? Like it, it tracks your income basically, so right. it knows how much you. Oh, make I'll get, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get into the okay, Facebook. Phone, I'll get into phone, the Facebook phone. side, but basically, yeah, what it is is, uh, Apple is, um, Apple is on this thing where, you know, they've done a lot of sh- a lot of shady shit. Not gonna say like Apple isn't, you know, is like the he- heaven all be all and all and never done anything wrong. You know, they've, uh, they have the thing where they. Uh, update your phone and make sure all the old phone doesn't work so that you are forced to buy a new yeah, phone. Yeah, exactly. You know, they have that shit going on. Shit, and, the new uh, phones be busting though. Huh? The new phones be lit though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be up. The th- the 13's about to come out, but that's another topic for another day. Um. So yeah, so this new update, this new update doesn't like, you know, take away from what Facebook is trying to do as a model, which is collect as much data as from people as possible in order to sell to advertisers. That's their entire, entire business model, right? So this update's only giving you the chance to opt in or opt out. Now, if you want to opt in and be like, hey, you know what? I don't really give a fuck on my, my data and I will allow this specific app or that spe- specific app in order to track my data. Now, if you don't want that, you can opt out and be like, no, this app isn't allowed to um, obtain my IDFA, which is your identifier for advertised code. Okay, you can so, also do that. So here's my thing. When it when it tracks, because really, I'm not really sure about this. So when it tracks the data, like what does it really track? Okay, so for... for Because um, that's what people really think. They think it's that, like tracking their location, like just basically like stalking you in a sense. Right. Does it really do weird shit like that when you're getting yeah. your data shared? So, or is it just tracking like your purchases, yeah. seeing stuff that you might be interested in buying? So so Facebook, right, it's a free app and every, a lot of people fucking use it. Now, it owns a lot of things. It owns uh, Instagram, WhatsApp, and all that. I mean, I'll, get, I'll get into WhatsApp, right? Um, but in order for Facebook to make money, they need all your data and they use that data in, in order to sell to advertisers and companies, right? And companies need all the information they can get from people in order to feed them what they, um, what they think they want. Right? So Facebook, if you download anything from Facebook now, once they are able to obtain your IDFA, Facebook can, Track your physical address, your email, your name, your phone number, your user ID, your device ID, your purchase history, your financial information, your precise location, your contacts, your photos, your videos, your gameplay data, your search history, your crash, your browse data, your performance data, and et cetera. So literally. That's kind of creepy. But they're going to just find a lot of porn online. 
Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, you that's know, kind of creepy. It's, still, it's 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 creepy. Like we all know this. We all know they track us based on like the shit that we would see, like you know, advertiser where we're like, Dude, yeah. we just talk about it, and this shit happened no. to be on the app. That literally happened to me a couple of weeks ago with the homies. We was talking about some shit in the Xbox party, and I pulled up my phone. You know, and, oh no, we was talking about Adobe Premiere. Right, and I was on Instagram, and as soon as I opened Instagram, I seen one post like from someone I follow. Scrolled down, the first sponsor that was Adobe Premiere. I said, "Okay, I'm turning Siri off on my phone." Right, right now, I turned everything off. I was like, "Yeah, I'm creeped out now." Yeah, no. So it it, it kind of brings up this topic. It's like, do you care about your data? And like, you know, at the end of the day, like we think they're selling us something, but I think um, what's really happening is that like the products that they're trying to sell us isn't ultimately their money maker. Like we are the product. Yeah, we are, much. we are the people who makes them the money. So it's like, I think pretty much, I think a lot of us don't really give a fuck. I think a lot of people think it's convenient. You know, there's a lot of people like, Oh, there's my, there's the shit that I want. And it's just happened to be right there. Okay. But if I really want the shit, I can, go you can search it yourself, search it myself. I don't need you guys to put it in my face because you think I might want right. it right now because I've never, even when I do have money to buy shit, I've never seen an ad on Instagram and like, you know what? I needed this. Actually, I happen to really need this. Right. So I'm going to just click on this link. No, I'm going to, I really want it. I'm going to just go Google search it or go to that company's right. website and buy it from there or go inside the store. I, I'm on, I'm on that same boat. I'm just at the point where it's like, I use this analogy of like when we watch TV and there's just a bunch of ads that we don't give a fuck about. We just want our show to show up. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's like now I'm going on apps and I'm like, dude, I don't really give a fuck about these advertisements. I have to scroll more in order to get to where I want to be. And it's like exactly. now the one fucked up point about Facebook is that um, there's a lot of updates throughout the years. Right. And if you um, don't opt in to accepting their new um their new criteria, you're not allowed to use their apps anymore. You know? So for example, it's the same thing with Instagram. Um, yes, not Instagram, not Instagram, but I know this for a fact is WhatsApp. Have you heard of WhatsApp? So WhatsApp used, um, used to be, um, not owned by Facebook. Right. But in 2014, Facebook bought WhatsApp. Right. And at the time it has 2 billion user and it was like very global. It's very big in Southeast Asia. Uh, very big in the Middle East. It's like a text app, like Kick. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now when Facebook bought the app, right, then once they, uh, it took them two years to integrate themselves, right? But once they're fully integrated, um, there was a um, option for user where it's like, hey, like if you want to continue using WhatsApp, you have to accept this new, um, you know, standard, where you have to accept that, you know, you're allowing Facebook to track you and da, 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 da. And if you don't accept it, then you're no longer to use the WhatsApp. So once this happened, a lot of people uh, moved to Signal and Telegram, which is another messenger app, yeah. right? And That's almost um, similar to what Apple does. Like, they always track your location. So even if you turn your location services off, you mm-hmm. can't use GPS and certain apps you can't use. Right. And so, so you have to have it on. And so always tracking. And, and so once the integration happened, starting in 2016, everything that happened on the WhatsApp were now um, were now in linked with Facebook. So Facebook was able to grab every single data from WhatsApp. So all the conversation that people had on WhatsApp, they were able to pull that their information, their history, and all that their, all that jazz that I named. Now everything that WhatsApp has is on Facebook. Now. With 
most of it is really without consent because in the court they said that that never happened that never took place they never um were they never took all the data from whatsapp but it was then later on um later on found out that all of the data from whatsapp was transferred to facebook and facebook had full control of the data of the user. Now, what's so fucking crazy is that there's a lot of people that fucking freak the fuck out, which is why they went to Signal and Telegram and all that. But if you had WhatsApp in 2016, and if you deleted the app, somehow Facebook still had your data, which is according to study that a lot of WhatsApp user data were still in the hands of Facebook, even if they decided to delete the app. Well, yeah, it's the same thing with Snapchat. Anything yeah. you ever sent through Snapchat, they still have that even if you delete your profile. Right. So all those pictures you sent that even if they delete on for you and the person you sent them to, they still fucking exist and stops in a Snapchat's database. Right. And so this whole this whole war between Facebook and um Apple like has gone really far because Facebook um has always been saying like, you know what, um Apple has always trying to like fight us on this. Like they um they try to fight us um, on our bunch of platforms, with countering by having their own platform, and they using they use iMessenger as a an app that like try to compete directly with WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram, all that. And so it's like this big, big back and forth battle between the two big tech bros, tech gods, whatever you want to call it. And it's like it's now it's like at a standstill where it's like you know. Facebook can't really um, function their business. And according to studies and research that once yes, this, they can. No, well, they, they still can. Like, they're not going out of business. But according to one of their CEO that uh, with the, um, the study that they, did, they, uh, that they did is after the iOS update, they are projected that a lot of people will opt out and won't allow Facebook to use the data. And um, they're slated to lose a shit ton of business. Um, Due to the update and also so they came out with a statement saying like, oh, like Apple is really fucked up and like they're doing this. And essentially mm-hmm. what they're doing is only hurting small businesses because sm- small businesses use us in order to advertise to the people. And if you take away this, um, if you take away the access, um, if you take away our access to people's data, how can small businesses use our uh, function in order to advertise their product it's their uh, because case. small businesses can still use your app to advertise the product because when you when you make an instagram when you make a facebook when you ma- even twitter the shit that's not part of facebook when you make any of these social media accounts where they try to give you send these ads your way mm-hmm. even like with google google loses, uses your location these apps, yeah. they ask you for where you live. You have to put your zip code in so they right. know that you're from. So, example, I'm from Hawthorne. I'm using 90250. And on Instagram, Facebook, they're going to know that I'm from Hawthorne. So, any, so if anything, even if I'm not sharing my data, the least they can do is be like, okay, so someone, a small business in this area is trying to um, use that, put an ad on our website so we could just show it to anybody that we know that's a member that put their area code is right, but I think, 90250. But, but I think you're just thinking on the on the surface of just like location, location, but Facebook and how they use data to advertise is deep. Is, is, but why do you need that deeper, intricate stuff? 
Well, uh, do you really uh, need it? If based on Mark Zuckerberg, yes, they do need it. They don't need it. They don't. No, they really don't. They, but they came out and said it. But advertising, advertising has no, worked no, look, way before before we started using customers' data and tracking them. I know. Them, I know. Using their location to see where they're at one, their one, one of the Facebook. Uh, so why do you need to know? No, they've uh, no. They always needed it. Now they can't have it. Now they're they're bugging because I'm they talking, can't have it. I'm talking about before social media and before this this area where we're more like high tech than we've ever been. Are you talking about on the small business end or are you talking about Facebook end? Just in general, advertising is never, we've never tracked like this is, this is new to with the internet stuff. But I, I, but I think you're, I think you're missing the point of where Facebook is coming at it. It's like, that is their whole model. So by, uh, by Apple developing this, um, this update, it fucks with their model Okay, and but it's a weird model to to have because well, you're basically yes. stalking people, right? Exactly. That that but that even, but if, the you're re- not, even but, if you're not doing nothing bad with that information, you are basically stalking people. But in yes, a sense. no, no, no. So I don't want to not so, not fully, but in a sense, yes. No, so I do agree with Apple, but it is what it is. This is Facebook model. Like, there's no like, there's no like. We can sit here and be like, why is that your model? But that is their model because they had came out and said like, hey, this is. We're going to lose substantially a lot of money and our shareholders not going to be happy because you're fucking with our business model. And look, if you don't stop Apple from doing this, we have to potentially charge people for using Facebook. Like now, you know how Facebook is free. Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of like threatening face. Uh, they're kind of threatening Apple where it's like, yo, like if you don't fix this issue, like we're going to have to ultimately charge people in order to even use our platform because then we can't make this. I don't a- use Facebook anyway. So I know, I but you use it. Instagram. I don't need, I don't need it. I can go on Twitter. All right. Well, I mean, I got Tumblr. I got make a Tumblr, but there's, there's post pics, but, but there's a lot of, I still got Snapchat. Well, I mean, is owned by Facebook. I, I mean, see. but that's, but yeah, that, but that's you though. Like, you know, like get, maybe you can find yeah. your loop array around it, but there's a lot of business. Yeah, no, I get that. Not everybody can. Not, uh, not everybody can. Cause it's kind of like Facebook, Twitter, uh, um, Google and Apple. It's like a monopoly. Like you, you kind of have to depend on all of this because they, over the years, they like bought out all the other fucking companies. So it's like all the other fucking shit you use might just be owned by Facebook. Exactly. But the thing is, Facebook fucking, they have a way to make that money without having to charge people. It won't come to that, but they just want to try to threaten. No, no, no. Yeah, no, they're, they're definitely using the strong arm tactic. Yeah, you know, they're. It's not going to work. It's not going to work because Apple is. Apple's Apple. fucking Apple. It's Apple. Like, everybody loves Steve Jobs. Every, Rest in peace. Yeah, and then everybody loves Tim Cook, and then also the Tim um, Cook pretty solid. Too. But the the guy who kind of spearhead this whole um this whole privacy, and he's really um the guy in charge is Craig uh Federic- Federici, and he's the one that's like really kind of driving down the um the privacy sector of this whole thing, and so it's kind of it, it's kind of gonna be like real intrigued to see how this plan out, just because the update just kind of launched not so long ago so like we will we'll, we will see how facebook like managed to go away this because they still they do have a lot of android user and android hasn't done that so you know apple always kind of be like the the first of all the companies so you know imagine yeah, apple's the trendsetter yeah 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 imagine imagine now android comes out and say there's samsung or whatever it is and like all the fucking platforms are doing this like that's gonna hurt well, Facebook that would never a lot. Happen with Android because Android and all those are usually owned by Google. Yeah, and Google's never gonna stop tracking our data because it's Google. So. Yeah, Google need that shit. 
But they need see, that shit more than Facebook. See, my thing is, my thing is like, I don't really care necessarily that much, but also like, I do. Like, uh, sure, you can get my name. Sure, you can get my email address. Sure, you can get my number. But once you start getting into, like, my... My, lo- like, my location, my, my income. My low... Yeah, my financial. That shit is kind of weird. Right. So what if you get hacked and, like, now people know my financial, my no, my credit card number and all that. Like My login information my, shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's, and so, tricky. like, now, now we have a lot of... We have, like, stocks account. We have crypto accounts. So, like, what if hackers can use... Just my like IDFA we, we in order to get to my wallet. Accounts. My savings account. So it's like, it's even, it's, I think a lot of people. Yeah, no, it gets tricky. Right. It gets tricky. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if you guys really need to be taking off. It's certain data I don't give a fuck if y'all take, but it's certain data I'm like, okay, why do you really need this? There's no real reason for you. Like, if I'm going to buy some shit, you can, maybe recent purchases, maybe I'm not too mad at that. Because if you want to use it to, like, show ads. Right, that pertain to shit that I might buy, even though I don't give a fuck about shit like that, anyways, because exactly. I'm not gonna buy it off of a social media. But still, I could see that. But as far as like fucking income and login information and all that other shit that you don't need, location, I don't right. know why you would gameplay really need that. data. Yeah, I don't know like, why you would need shit like that. Um, gameplay data. What else did I say that was fucking kind of gnarly? Um, give me a second. Uh, gameplay data. Uh, crash. And uh, crash and search history and performance. Performance history basically, essentially, what it is is like, um, like what that like what are like your most intrigued stuff that they can find throughout the app. Um, also, like they'll read through all the text messages. So anything you text, they ultimately will collect that data, especially on WhatsApp. Like all your all your conversation will essentially use as a way. For advertiser that's to if you're doing illegal stuff, that's I mean I don't do illegal stuff, but if right. you're doing illegal stuff, that'll fucking that will really I, fuck you up, yeah, like burning you out in a sense. And another thing is like now, like they have all this data, so like if once the government come knocking, like all right, well no, you're just open, yeah, because then if the like I could see just people now wanting to have their information being shared, but like if you're someone who's doing some illegal shit. The go- all the government has to do is come to one of these apps and ask for that data, and that's like not even fair. Like you don't even get the. Ch- I mean, you shouldn't be doing illegal shit anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't. But you know. But but um, I mean, come on now. Like you're not even giving people a fair chance to like fight and court. Right. And the one thing is like to to shut people out from using your app if they decline to accept these kind of like these kind of uh, rules and stuff. It's kind of wild. Like you like shouldn't. Like maybe at least give them like a downgraded version, but to shut yeah, them out completely. Yeah, to shut them out completely and say like, hey, like you're not allowed unless you accept. I mean, this. that's gonna fuck your money, that app's money up in the end run. Right. It's less users because it's gonna be a lot of people who don't agree to sharing their information. Right, and and going back to Facebook and Apple, like uh, uh, Facebook is a huge company, but I think now like Apple is becoming such a cult in itself, where it's like Apple users are always gonna be diehard Apple. Like I have a Mac, I have. My my phone's Apple. My la- like, there's no way I'm siding with Facebook on this, end, and no way like will I side it's with collecting right collecting all my personal my data that right I here. don't wish to share. So, if you don't know anything about the new iOS update, get onto it because then you can go through and you can uh willing you can choose to opt in or opt out on any app of you your choice. You can do it for all apps or specific apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On what you want to do. So, I think people should really take advantage I just of that. Did all apps for now. Yeah, I, I did. I did all apps as well. So I, I, I have a lot of shit that I definitely don't want people like it's not like 
that I care, but I do care the fact that I don't want companies to know because you never know how well their system is secured. So exactly. And also, I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing ads that I really don't give a fuck about. I would just yeah, I, I, I rather just search it on my own. You know. Yeah. If I want to search it, I could search it. I, if it's something local, I've probably seen it before in person, so I don't need you to right. show me an ad for it on Instagram. And also, I don't think we talk about this, but when the algorithm starts to do this shit, like it, we're they kind of put us in a bubble where it's like now hard to kind of like lynch out of the bubble because you're only seeing the shit that you're known or I you're really constant to. I really see fucking posts from people I follow on Instagram. That's, I see more posts from like celebrities or not even even like celebrities like fucking like sponsored ads. Well, yeah, celebrities and like sponsored ads. I don't even see posts from people I follow or just like right. average posts. Friends that you fucking haven't seen in months, but they just post, but it's not going to be at the top, you know? So yeah, it's you like... You got to just keep scrolling to eventually find it's going to be nothing but like... The shit that they want Spon- you to see. Sometimes now it's like hashtag stubs or are on your feed. Yeah, it's just exactly. like it's, it's getting yeah. excessive. Like I just start muting shit now. Right. Yeah, man. I don't know. So I, I highly encourage people to use that because your IDFA is very important. And if you don't know what IDFA is, I'm gonna repeat that again. Is your identifier for advertiser code. Now you don't want you kind of want to take that serious if you don't want your data out there. If you do want your data out there, then yeah, I'm just go along with your life, you know? So <laughs> do nothing. If you don't care, this sex, this segment of the podcast is cool to listen to, but you don't have to, you don't have to um, continue to uh, make changes in your life or whatever. But yeah, um, I think this, this is it for the podcast this week. Um, my name is Try. My name is Ingerson. You guys already know. Uh, like subscribe make sure you like subscribe this is can't tell me none podcast um it's gonna come out on saturday bench bench warmer reports every tuesdays and fridays so make sure y'all tune on uh, tune uh, what did you just say tune tune on tune in and uh we'll see y'all next time